The last reminder and the most important is to just say thanks. No need for excuses, no need for explanations or justifying your thoughts. Don't make your accomplishments seem smaller than they are. Just say thank you. I've been a photographer for more than 10 years, and after quitting my career as an elementary school teacher, I decided that I wanted to help other photographers just like you build the business of their dreams. I shoot it all, from weddings to families and everything in between. You'll hear me share the ins and outs of how I run my photography business by showing up as my true, authentic self. I promise that I won't filter anything out. I'll give you the good with the bad and every emotional breakdown in between, because if we're being honest, we've all been there. Hey there, I'm your host, Ellie, your Spike Seltzer-loving lifestyle and portrait photographer, and now educator here in the low country of South Carolina, and you're listening to Outlast, the podcast for authentic and genuine photographers. So go ahead, grab yourself a drink, and let's get down to it. Okay, guys, we are here for another episode. I've been having a hard time figuring out how to record without it sounding echoey or just that general noise. So I'm sitting in my closet to record this episode because apparently your clothes are supposed to help absorb some of the extra noise. So here we are. A little personal update on me. I have finally chosen a launch date for my course, and I had no idea when I wanted to launch the course. I knew that I wanted it to be before summer so that you guys could watch it and put everything that you learn into practice in time for summer, but I hadn't picked a date. So now that I've got the date, I've been working backwards to plan out all the other things that I have to do, like setting up my pre-launch challenge, looking for beta testers. I have so many fun things, so be sure that you're on the list to hear first when the course launches and all the other stuff. I have also been working really hard on scheduling all of my social media posts for the month of March, so I'm really hoping that they have a good flow and they look cohesive with my brand and that they all mesh with my different platforms. It's a little overwhelming trying to balance Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, Canva, blogging, podcasting, developing the course, and I'm still taking on clients and sessions. But I just take it one day at a time and I focus on one thing at a time so I can actually say that I accomplished X, Y, and Z today instead of just working on a little bit of everything and not really getting much of anything done. As a thank you for tuning in, I want to offer all of you first dibs on my brand new freebie. I have just developed a feedback questionnaire request. I'm the kind of person that starves for feedback, affirmations, etc. Sometimes when I deliver galleries, I never hear back from the clients, and I don't know if they loved their images or hated them or what, but as a type 3 achiever, I need to make sure that I'm hitting the mark all the time. This feedback questionnaire is one way that I do that. Sometimes clients just get so caught up in seeing their gallery for the first time that they just forget to respond. Which, if we're being honest, how many times have you answered a text, but it turns out you only answered it in your head and never actually hit send? Um, yeah, me either. I use HoneyBook to schedule this questionnaire to be sent out three days after their gallery is delivered. 
This gives them a chance to look at their gallery, pick out their favorites, take a breather from me, but it's not so long after the session that they have a chance to forget about the things that happened and forget parts of their experience. It also gives them direct links to leave me reviews on Google and Facebook so that they can copy one of their answers from the questionnaire where I ask for a review and paste it online for me. Guys, I am cracking up. Hosting a podcast is so hard. Did I mention that I'm sitting in my closet right now? I know that there's no right length for a podcast to be, but I've really been struggling just to hit 10 minutes. I know that if I just ramble, I'll be able to fill the time, but then there won't be a focus or organizational structure. But when I try to make a list or write out everything that I want to say so that I can stay on target, I feel like I sound like a robot reading, and then it's over before I know it. This is what I was talking about in my first episode when I said that even though I didn't know what the heck I was doing hosting a podcast, I was just gonna do it. And I am. And it's a learning experience, of course. I just kind of wish I could fast forward to the point where I'm already really good at it and don't have to embarrass myself anymore. But that's just not how things work. Everything starts out a little rough. Um, flashback to my backyard photo shoots in high school where I thought that I was the bomb.com. Be sure to check out the official show notes on my blog to see a nice little throwback. As much as I feel like I suck, I'm owning it. Just like I need to own it when people commend me for doing something awesome. You guys, I opened a freaking photography studio less than five months after quitting my job as a teacher. Who does that? I hit six figures in my photography income when I was wrapping up my last year teaching and first year as a full-time photographer. That is some awesome stuff right there. Does anybody else get super awkward when you get a compliment from someone? Someone can tell me they really like my shirt and instead of just saying thanks, I'm like, oh thanks, uh, my mom has one just like it from the thrift store. Like what? Who does that? Who needs to know all those extra details? Rhetorical question, though. I know tons of people who do it, and I love it when I compliment someone and they hit me back with an awkward way of saying thank you, and I just look at them and appreciate their awkwardness, like, me too, sis, me too, I feel ya. After hitting all these awesome milestones in my business, I've gotten a little better at just saying thanks, and maybe backing it up with a, I've worked really hard to get here. You are worth it what you do is amazing. You've put the effort in. Now you can bask in your glory. In this episode, I want to share four tips to humbly owning your success without seeming like some self-centered, self-absorbed loser that nobody wants to be friends with. By definition, humility is the modest or low view of one's own importance. Now, that doesn't sound very reassuring to me. And when I think about my friends who are humble, they don't seem like they have a low view of their importance. They know their purpose and they aren't braggy about it. On the opposite end of humility is pride. Pride is a feeling of deep satisfaction from one's achievements or from qualities that are widely admired. I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty selfish to me. It's my goal to help you find a healthy balance between humility and pride. The first thing that I want you to do is think about the character traits that you want to portray in your life. 
I want to challenge you to think of someone in your life, in your little bubble of the universe, someone that you interact with regularly, who you kind of admire. What qualities of theirs do you want to emulate? Are they super bubbly and always positive? Do they always ask you about your life but never share much about theirs? Are they super encouraging? Make a list of the things they do that you appreciate and admire. While you're at it, I want you to think about someone in your life who exhibits the qualities that you don't want to echo. Make it a conscious effort every single day to do the opposite of what that person does. Are they always criticizing other people, trying to one-up or be super competitive? I know that I'm guilty of these things to some degree, but since becoming an adult, I've really been trying to make it a point to avoid these types of people who bring out these qualities in me. If you want to take it to the next level, don't just think about the qualities. Actually, go get a piece of paper, make a list, and post it somewhere where you'll be reminded daily of the things that you want to become. My second step is to realize that you still need other people. While the theme of this episode is to not be awkward and be proud of your accomplishments, don't get carried away. This is where you don't want pride to take over. While you might think that you're so awesome, there's always going to be someone who's more awesome than you or better than you. You'll never be too good to admire someone. On the same note, You won't be able to realize how awesome you are if you don't have people to admire you. Remember that you aren't superhuman. There are only so many things that are within your control and you shouldn't be afraid to ask for help. I want to take a break from the episode to share with you this new program that I'm super excited about. Okay, so it's not really new because I've been using it for about a year, but I just haven't talked about it much on my channels. I do have a blog post coming out at the end of the month about it, and my newest obsession is Flowdesk. I use Flowdesk for all of my email marketing, and while it's super inconsistent right now, I always get compliments on the emails that I send out, and I've had so many past clients reply to emails, which means that they actually read them. How awesome is that? If you use my referral link, you'll get 50% off your first year. And guys, even better, it's so cheap. There are so many email marketing platforms to choose from that all have different monthly subscription costs. And a lot of them have minimums or maximums and other types of requirements. But Flowdesk doesn't. It's one flat monthly fee. My favorite feature on Flowdesk is that each email you send has its own landing page. So if you wanted to use it for advertising, you can still promote your content to the people who aren't on your email list, which will then hopefully convince them to join your email list once they see how beautiful the emails are. I'll be sure to include my referral link in the official show notes on the blog, and I'll include a landing page from an email that I've sent previously just so you can see how awesome they look for yourself. Another awesome thing about Flowdesk is that a lot of the copy is already written for you. All you have to do is tweak it to fit your brand's voice, drop in some content, and you are ready to hit send. The third thing to keep in mind when you are trying to find a balance between humility and pride is to keep perspective. 
Consider where you started. Everybody has started from nothing. Whether it was a $200 eBay camera or a $1,500 camera that was gifted from your parents, you started with very limited knowledge on how to use it. Think about the people who helped you get to where you are today. Make sure that you let them know how important they are to you and how grateful you are for all the things that they've done for you. Take the time to tell them. If there's one thing that I've learned, it's that people who have helped you may not have any idea how much they've truly done for you. And last but not least is to just say thanks. Something that I hear often from local friends and family when I see them out at the stores, oh my gosh, you've been killing it. You have been so busy lately. It's great to see how successful you are. When in reality, I haven't had a single session in over a week. My social media, or my highlight reel as we call it now, it just makes it seem like I'm really busy. And to some degree, that's okay. My version of so busy might be different than someone else's. But I bet if I told them that I spent almost every day last week in my pajamas on the couch working on my computer, they probably wouldn't believe me. There's nothing wrong with just telling that person thanks and maybe adding, I've been working really hard. They don't need to know the details of your day-to-day life. They don't need to know your schedule or lack of. Just say thanks while you can because you probably won't be running into them when you actually are busy. Just to recap the things that we have talked about, the first step to owning your crap is to think about the character traits that you want to portray in your business and everyday life. Write them down, seriously, and put them somewhere where you'll see them every day so that you can start working on forming new habits with them. The second step is to realize that you still need other people. No matter how much you accomplish, never think that you're better than someone else. Make a list of the people you admire and be sure to tell them how important they are to you. The third reminder is to keep perspective. Consider where you started and look at how far you've come. Cue the Matchbox 20 song reference. But don't compare yourself to anyone else. The last reminder, and the most important, is to just say thanks. No need for excuses, no need for explanations, or justifying your thoughts. Don't make your accomplishments seem smaller than they are. Just say thank you. Don't forget to grab your own copy of my feedback questionnaire request at the bottom of the show notes. It has been a game changer for my business and making sure that I am always offering the best service I can to my clients. Also, make sure you use my Flowdesk referral code to get 50% off your first year of amazing email marketing. You won't regret it. You just listened to another episode of Outlast, a podcast for authentic and genuine photographers. I just want to say thank you for tuning in because without your support, I wouldn't be where I am today. Don't forget to check out the official show notes on my blog for all of the links I mentioned in this episode and to recap everything that I talked about. Like I said, I'm your biggest cheerleader and I'm here for everything you need. Don't hesitate to reach out with any questions that you might have. I know that you are on the road to being an even better photographer too.